Hi, welcome to Love Faith Talkers. We are here to talk about the topics that matter to real life Christians just like you. Topics like anxiety, fitness, loneliness in church, Christians in the workplace, depression, and even food. We interview psychologists, preachers, businessmen, and businesswomen, and people just like you. We're here to help you find the hope, inspiration, and courage you need to live your life the way God intends. As an empowered, thriving Christian. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Love Faith Tacos. It's me, David, and uh, you got me solo this week. And I really appreciate all of your patience as we uh, sometimes are getting these things out beating the buzzer. Uh, I about had a coronary because the hosting site we used changed owners and I thought they completely upended the whole thing. And fortunately, I was able to figure it all out. So we're here instead of me having a minor panic attack uh, dealing with this. Um, I also want to let you know that in addition to the topic we're going to talk about tonight, I want to mention some of the things that we've got coming up because we've been looking at the analytics and hearing from the listeners, rather looking at what you're listening to. While you do like a lot of our topics, it seems that the topics that people are most interested in are the hardest ones and the most controversial. Therefore, we are going to start diving into some of those. Now, coming up soon, we are going to, again, I think I mentioned this before, but we're going to hit some verses that are oft misinterpreted and because they're misinterpreted and by the way the misinterpretation is very easy to spot it's not hard it's just that because people listen to things and they hear someone else say it and they end up reverbing it but the thing is is that a lot of people get frustrated by verses that they are told as advice when it doesn't work for example how many of you have ever heard this one you go up to someone who is a preacher and say hey preacher i just I'm so lonely and I can't seem to make friends. What do you think I should do? And they look at you and they quote with honest sincerity. Hey, the Bible says that a man that hath who uh, hath friends must show himself friendly. And then you walk off trying to be as friendly as possible. And you still don't end up with very many friends or you end up with friends who it's more of a one way relationship. You're the one always giving and never getting. And you're saying, well, what went wrong? Well, we're going to talk about that because that verse is very often misquoted and misunderstood. And that's a perfect example of one of the things we're going to be talking about soon. But for today, if you happen to be on Facebook and if you saw the Love Faith Tacos announcement, you would have seen on there that we actually are going to be talking today about general rules and things like that for recognizing scammers. Why? It's tax season and the scammers are out in force. And uh, I mean, there's they're always out there. And, uh, you know, I think one thing to remember about all the scammers is this. They wouldn't do it if someone didn't fall for it. And that's really the sad thing is people do fall for scams. And some of them are more obvious than others. But the people who tend to be by target audience, by data, the most often victimized by scammers tend to be the elderly and also people who are immigrants to this country, specifically immigrants who do not speak very good English or who do not know the laws of the land very well. They're easier to scare and therefore they're easier to take advantage of. And so we don't want that to happen to anyone, whether it be your mother, your grandmother, your auntie, or your friends, your neighbors who just moved here from you know, wherever, 
we don't want any of them to be victimized and I don't want you to be victimized. So what we're going to do here is I'm going to start by talking about just some general rules about recognizing scammers. And then further down, I'm going to talk about some types of scams and how to beat them. And I should tell you that there is definitely one really big thing that came up just this week, which is why we thought we needed to tackle this subject. I mean, in addition to all the things that usually happen this time of year, but basically I, on one of the groups that I'm in on Facebook, saw a, an ad, which I was pretty sure pretty quickly was a scam. I wasn't an ad. It was a post in a group. And so I decided to engage the post to see if it was a scam and figure out what I needed to do to call it out if it were. And what happened was a person who I knew from our church back in San Diego, uh, on her, on our group page had posted that her son had died and she was just in so much pain and she just wanted to get rid of his stuff quickly. And she didn't really care about price. She just wanted to get rid of it first come first serve. And she was trying to get rid of a PS five. So, you know what? I decided to save him the trouble because if it was a scam, I knew how it was going to go. So I messaged them and I acted all concerned and I said, Hey, you know what? I prefer someone local get it so they can just come by and pick it up quickly. But if not, I'll be more than happy to take it off of your hands, but I'll, I'd want to at least pay you shipping for it. So you let me know if you can't find someone local. Well, they messaged me the very next day cause it was kind of late when I messaged them and, uh, they, uh, told me that it was going to cost $50 to ship the item and they wanted to know if I had Facebook pay or PayPal. Now, that right there, well, not PayPal, it was Facebook Pay or Cash App. That's what it was. And that right there was my very, very first red flag because, oh, that's what it was. I told them I would send them a check and then they asked if I had those. Now, that's my first red flag. Again, there are plenty of people who are older who know how to use those apps, but it's not generally the first go to. And for them to say that was already making me suspicious. Then they pop on there and say, they give me the, the ID that they want me to send it to. I tell them I don't have, uh, I don't have Facebook pay. Um, and I, but I do have Venmo. And so they give me this, uh, thing to look for. And I tell them I can't find, and then I said, I had it on cash app. I'm sorry. I'm kind of going back and forth right now. I'm trying to remember all of it in my head. Um, but basically they give me this one place to send it and I say, I can't find it. And by the way, it was nothing like the person's name. I knew it was ridiculous. Then they told me the other one and it was even more off the person's name. And I was like, wow. And then they said, Hey, uh, screenshot it. And once you've made the payment now, that's another big red flag because those apps tell you when you've had a payment, you, they don't need a screenshot. That's ridiculous. Um, and then they said, uh, can you do it in the next, and they said, and do it in the next 20 minutes. It wasn't a request. They just told me to do it. Okay. That's another big thing. Why do you, number one, $50 is not the right amount to ship something like that. It's going to be 47, 26 or something like that. Not $50 rounded. And then secondly, why do you need it in the next 20 minutes? No, 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 not buying it. And, uh, so I finally let it go because I got busy with work. Well, then the person contacted Nikki over the weekend and uh, tried to scam her and claim that the account, their account had been locked. And I told her, I said, these people are scammers. Let me just, let me mess with them a little bit. And by the way, they were messaging her on Facebook Messenger. If your Facebook account has been locked, you can't use Facebook Messenger. I'm pretty sure it doesn't work that way. Could be wrong. Feel free to correct me if I am. But I'm sitting here going, no, this person is definitely a scammer. And so 
I told my uh, Nikki, let me borrow her phone so I could mess with them. And I said, Hey, uh, good to hear from you. Long time. No see. Uh, can you help me out with something? I can't remember the name of those two ladies you used to sit in church with. The person responds, what do you mean? Help me out. I told you my Facebook account was locked. This doesn't sound a thing like the person that we knew. So already strike two. And I posing as Nikki said, yeah, remember I, I want to know the name of the ladies that you sat with in church. I can't remember their names. You sat by them for years. And the person just didn't answer. Another huge red flag, not socializing, doesn't know intimate information that they ought to easily know. And they went on to say the, my Facebook account's been locked. I, if you do have a cell phone, so of course we said yes. And they said, okay, we need to send you a code. I looked up the phone number for the Washington DC Federal Bureau of Investigation. And uh, they said that they sent it. And I said, can you call the number? Of course, they're not going to call. But I wish they had because they would have gotten the FBI and that would have been funny. But finally, I asked them in Spanish what language they spoke and what country they were from. And they just completely stopped messaging. Then I went on that person's wall and let everyone know, hey, this person's wall has been hacked. This is not this person. Don't go with it. And they have a new Facebook account now. So that's part of what really brought it up for us. All right. So let's get into some general rules about recognizing scammers. And again, I really encourage you that if you've ever had a relative who asked you, is this a scam? Have them listen to this episode. But just to let you know that the very first general rule is to pay attention to your spotty sense. If you find yourself asking, is this a scam? You probably need to assume it is. And you need to lean toward not doing or giving whatever they are wanting you to give or do. Uh, Just lean away from it. If you have to ask, that already tells you that you probably shouldn't do it. Pay attention to those red flags. Do not ignore them. If something seems off, it's probably off. And also remember the two big twos. You said twos? Yeah, T-O-O-S, as in also's, meaning, firstly, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. And secondly, if it's too terrible to be true, it probably is. Those are the two twos that I'd like you to remember, because if you can remember that if it's too good to be true, it's probably too good. And if it's too terrible to be true, it's probably too terrible. You'll save yourself a world of hurt right there, because most scams act that way. Here's another one. Watch out for bad English. A lot of scams come from overseas, uh, in multiple countries. It's, there's no one country that does it. Um, there are stereotypes about countries that do that, but I don't play into them because literally scammers can work from anywhere. But you will notice bad English as a sign. I see it all the time in scams, uh, especially my favorite one is the IRS one where they tell me that you know, they are from the, the tax authority and we are in the building and we'll press charges on your name. Yeah, none of that makes any sense in in regular regular American parlance. It just doesn't. So watch out for bad English. Also, just ask yourself, does it make sense? Seriously. Like, for example, me and so many other people have gotten these texts saying you're getting a refund from your AT&T bill, except I've had friends who don't have AT&T who got that message. Right. That, that doesn't make any sense. Here's another general rule. Never. I'm going to say that again. Never provide sensitive information over text or email. It's the equivalent privacy of a postcard. So if you're not comfortable putting the information on a postcard, don't do it. Don't put it in an email and don't provide it by text. Those people don't need it. Uh, here's another general rule. If it is a person claiming to be a person you know, then ask for details that only you would know. Just like we did with that situation over the weekend. Hey, 
A person who literally sat next to the same two women in church for years is going to remember their names. They couldn't provide that information. Or I would say things like, hey, what was the name of that nursing home that we used to go do ministry at? You know, or, hey, I can't remember. What was the color of that bike that that you had when we were kids? Ask them those kind of details because they're not going to know and they're not going to want to answer it. And that may get them off, too. Also, ask to talk to them over the phone. Hey, can you jump on a quick call? They won't. That's another big red flag. Um, here's another uh, uh, general rule to think about. If two-factor security is available, use it. For example, Facebook offers this. Now, you say, what is two-factor uh, uh, security or two-factor authentication? So even if someone were to somehow get my password, which, by the way, my passwords are weird, and I change them regularly. But even if someone did, anytime there is a login from a new browser, Specifically a new browser. It's not just a new device. It could even be on my device. But coming from a new browser, I get an alert that someone is trying to log in. Now, obviously, if it's me, I know. But I can choose not to let that in. If I'm the one who's logging in, I'll be able to let myself in. But if somebody in another state or another country is trying to log in, it flags that it's coming from a new place and asks, is it you? And all you have to do is say, nope. And then it blocks it. And then you should change your password because your password has been compromised. Um, use any any place that has two-factor, which can be that system. Another one is that they'll send you a text or an email to confirm it's you. You want those things. Use them when they're available. And then another general rule is just get feedback from a trusted friend. Really, if you don't know and you feel that you want to, to run it past someone, then have someone you know who is generally you know, wise about these things would probably know and make sure you ask them. It's better to be safe than sorry. So those are the general rules. Uh, I'll run just really quickly by review. Pay attention to your spidey sense. Uh, remember that if it's too good to be true, it probably is. And if it's too terrible to be true, it probably is. Watch out for bad English. Uh, think about if it even makes sense. You are never to provide sensitive information over text or email. If it is a person claiming to be a person you know, then ask for details that only they would know and ask to talk to them over the phone. If two-factor security is available, use it and get feedback from a trusted friend if you need to. So those are the general ones. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to run through some of the more common scams that are out there, just types of them, and strategies you can use to beat them. And you're going to notice some repetition in these, but I'm telling you they exist. My wife and I just got a weird one today. Uh, it was super, super crazy. I'm not going to go all into it, but it, suffice it to say, they're constantly trying to invent new ones. Just remember your general rules of thumb when going through all of these things, because seriously, it's it's if you just are smart and you take your time, you won't get scammed. But let's just give some examples of some specific um, types of scams and how to beat them. First of all, are refund scams. Things like, hey, you overpaid on your car payment or uh, your tax refund is, we're waiting to send you your tax refund, but we need you to verify the information. Okay. So first of all, please remember something. If you're doing business with a company or you're talking about the Internal Revenue Service, they have your information. They don't need you to verify it. This is something I should have put in the general information, so I apologize. If there is ever a link to click, and there usually is, do not under any circumstances click the link. Don't do it. Because when you click the link, it ends up taking you somewhere where a virus is implanted into your device, 
which then goes after your information. They will use for multiple purposes. They'll try to get your info so they can open credit cards and debit cards in your name for full-blown identity theft. Uh, they might try to get your password so they can get into your bank and uh, pull your money out. There's a lot of, just don't click any links. Uh, which brings us to the second strategy about remembering that, hey, you do business with them, they have your information. If you're at all concerned, if you don't have the number, use a search engine like Google or DuckDuckGo uh, to find the publicly listed phone number for the companies that are claiming that there's a refund for you and call them and find out. If it's your bank, there's going to be a number on the back of your debit or credit card. Just call them and say, hey, this is the situation. They'll be able to help you out. Here's another kind of, of a refund scam or another kind of scam that's similar. Bills and account cancellations. So one of these, hey, you haven't paid your bill and we're going we're gonna to close your Netflix account if that doesn't happen. Or uh, your Amazon account has been locked due to strange activities. Okay, right. Well, first of all, I want to remind you, don't click the link because they'll have sent you a link. Secondly, remember this. If it's a streaming service, you can always check it. We locked your Netflix, really? Let's go turn Netflix on. Oh, it's working, okay, then they lied to you. Uh, it's Amazon. I, Nikki and I always crack up because we've actually had it to where we literally were on Amazon ordering something when we got a message saying our account was locked and then we ordered it and like, yeah, whatever. It's just not true. So try using what they say is locked and if it's, work, if it's working, you don't have to worry about it. Also again, contact the companies and confirm. Confirm, hey, uh, I paid you, right? You know, uh, I just want to make sure that my payment went through. Yep, it went through. Uh, and also you can check your emails for payment confirmations. I get lots of payment confirmations. Uh, when I do my, my, uh, bill pay every month, I can prove that I made the payment and I just ignore it. If they say all oh, this shouldn't happen, you say, what if it's real? If it's real, there will be ways that it will be escalated. And it also won't sound so odd and there won't be a link. They companies do not send you links like that. The only time a company sends you a link is when you have initiated a password change or a password reset. Otherwise, it's not happening. So another kind of scam are blackmails and enforcements. Now, these are fun. Again, I, I you get a lot of these around tax season where the police have uh, pressed charges on your name. Okay. Wow. Yeah, seriously. Uh, watch out for that language barrier. Please don't press charges on your name in this country. Uh, and actually, that's not even the right wording that I've seen. I've seen it even worse. It's it's funny. Um, another one is uh, that people will bring up is we have your browsing history and we will release it publicly onto Facebook or we will send it to all of your contacts in your phone. All right. So firstly, I think it just needs to be said that if you just don't go to websites that you shouldn't be on, you don't need to worry about your web browsing history getting out there. Seriously. Um, I don't think I need to go much more into it. If you're never on those websites, you don't have to worry about that one. But of course, here's another uh, easy way to deal with it. If they claim they've got proof of you doing something or that, you know, hey, I, we've got your web browsing history or your webcam was turned on. By the way, cover your webcam. You can always do that. Ask for proof. Tell them, I don't believe you. Prove it. Send me a screenshot. They won't. It's a scam. So just again, watch out for the bad English. Don't go to places you could be that, that, that you, on the internet that you could possibly be blackmailed for going to. And just ask for proof because they don't have it because they're lying. 
Here's another one. This one is probably the most famous kind of scam whenever you think about them. And that's your foreign deposed rulers or trapped relatives. And uh, you say, what do you mean by foreign deposed rulers? Well, to quote Michael Scott, when the deposed prince of Nigeria asks for help, you help. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, question. I just want you all to think about this for a minute. Why? Of all of the something like 7 billion people on the face of the planet, did the deposed prince of Nigeria or Zimbabwe, it's always an African country for some reason, don't know why, why did they find you? How did they get you? And by the way, usually the way they say it is that they really need to move their money and the current country has locked their finances. And so what they need to do is use your bank account. They're going to transfer money into your account and then they're going to transfer it back out and you're going to get to keep uh, a, f a fee as part of it. This is a big, big, big mistake. It can also complicate you in legal issues. A lot of money laundering information works this way. You're not going to keep anything. They will take your money too. You don't want to do it. Uh, another one is, uh, I'm your cousin and I'm trapped overseas. Can you wire me money so I can get home? I'm trapped. I'm trapped. I actually had one pull this one time and I'm like, yeah, I know all my cousins and my second cousins and you're full of it. Cause no. Um, so again, while this is well known, it's never true. You don't have relatives you've never heard of most likely. And again, why you? Why did they find you? Why not your why not your parents? Why not your sibling? Why not their parents? It does not make sense. Again, it does it does not pass the sniff test. Spidey sense is going off. It's a scam. The next one we've touched on this a little bit are tax frauds. And again, what they'll do is they'll talk about getting your return early, which is hard because there are legitimate companies that promise to do just that. I recommend if you want your return early, you just go with one of those companies that promise that the ones that are well publicly notified. I'm not mentioning any of them. You know what they are. They're out there. But if you're getting some weird thing about it in a text message, just click the link, please. I keep saying this repeatedly and I'm hammering it home intentionally. Do not click the link. The other one is the whole, we did not receive your tax returns. Look, the IRS does not send emails or text messages. Literally never. It is not something they do. So if you're, if they're claiming they're from the IRS and you got an email, you got a, a you got a, a phone call, even text message. It's not the IRS. They send officially notarized letters on notarized letterhead. There'll be ways you can tell it's realistic, but they didn't send you an email and they didn't send you a text. It's a scam. And once again, watch out for the bad English. Cause I actually had one person one time claim that if I didn't pay my tax bill, I was going to debtor's jail. Yeah, this is America. We don't have those. <laughs> so weird. Another kind is just general ID theft frauds, for example. Uh, and this is not just ones where they're trying to steal your ID, but they make it sound like your ID is being stolen. They'll say your ID has been stolen. We need to verify your identity or your bank account has been locked due to fraudulent activity. Okay. Same strategy as before. Find the publicly listed information. Look it up and call. Again, for banks, look at your debit and credit cards. They have the phone numbers on the back. But you don't need to be afraid about this. You, you can deal with it very easily. Just calm down and think logically. It sounds terrible. Oh my, my, my ID has been stolen. It's about to be if you give them the info they want. Don't do it. Here's another one. 
free stuff, shipping not included. All right, so this is like what I was talking about earlier. And I've seen things like, hey, I've got a dog, I need to rehome them. Uh, or I've got this great Camaro, I just, I can't keep it anymore and I need to offload it if you can just pay for the delivery fee. All right, so firstly, I just wanna remind everyone that if it seems too good to be true, you know, hey, they're offering you a Ferrari California and all you have to do is pay uh, $800 or $2,000 to get it there. Right. Oh, but it's just a free Xbox One S, is it? No, it's not. If it seems too good to be true, it's too good to be true. And do not send payments electronically. Don't send any money electronically unless you are 100% sure of the recipient. Some of those you can't get back. If you make a mistake in sending it, sorry, whoever you send it to is who got it. Make sure you know who you're sending it to. If you don't know or have any questions about it, just don't do it. Here's another one. Property. Examples. People trying to buy, sell you land, sell you cars. Anything where it's not present. Look, if you can't physically see it with your own eyes, don't get it. It's a scam. I don't care. If you can't go see that car, if you can't go get that property, and they say, but really, it's this really beautiful piece of land in Montana. I'll bet it is in your dreams. It's not real. Unless you're going to drive to the parcel in Montana, it's not real. They're trying to get your money. And if you believe that, then I got some oceanfront property that I'd like to sell you in the middle of Arkansas. Think about it. Really. If you can't see it, and if it's too good to be true, just say no. Now, another one that comes up in social media is, and this is my last one I'm going to do. Uh, this is definitely a shorter episode, but um, these are kind of fishing ones. And these are hacked account ones. And this is kind of like what happened to Nikki. But the two that I see most often is I'll get a message, usually on Facebook Messenger, that says, I saw a video. Is this you? Don't click the video. Or, oh no, someone died. I think you knew them. Just had this one this week. No, no, do not click the video. I saw someone click a video and I informed them that they needed to immediately change all their passwords and check on their ID information because they've been hacked already. Do not click links, videos, anything. You didn't see someone who died. What? I just, seriously, can we stop and think about this for a minute? In what world would you find out that someone you knew died from a TikTok video or a YouTube video? or a rumble video that makes no sense. Seems to me that if they thought you knew them, they could send you an, a, a direct uh, copy of the article from the news that came, but no, it's a video. Like, just don't do it. With Nikki, the whole help me recover my account thing, again, not how it works. You know, oh, I'm gonna send you a, 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 a link and you need to click it so you can verify my information. Seriously? You're telling me you got locked out of your Facebook. You're going to send me a link and I'm going to verify your information. Don't you need to verify your information? It's just a scam. These are designed to get into your info, plant viruses in your system and mine your info and passwords. Just don't do them. Just don't do them. Really, it's a, it's a simple issue of common sense. And I'm not saying that they're not convincing. There have been a couple that I've really had to think about. Now, there's plenty of them that have been plenty obvious, and I do like trolling them, and I like messing with them because I don't like people messing with me, and I don't like people messing with my family. And there are some that are convincing. 
So just always remember those general rules. Don't be quicking on anything. Don't be quicking on any videos. Pay attention to your gut. You know, if your spider sense is going off, the answer is no. Check in with a friend. Just think about these things. Use a lot of common sense and you'll probably be all right for most scammers. Uh, it's really not that hard. You're not required to answer them. No matter how inventive they are, if you just take those very simple steps, you probably will be able to avoid getting scammed. All right, so that's it for this episode. Again, it's nice and short and sweet. It's probably about half the time of what our regular episodes are. And I just want to remind you that coming up soon, we're going to be talking about some of those verses that are easily misinterpreted, uh, such as the one I mentioned earlier. Another one is perfect love casteth out, uh, perfect love casteth out fear. We're going to talk about all those verses and maybe some other ones as well. If you have any topics you would like us to talk about, you have any questions about it, send us an email at lovefaithtacos at gmail.com. That's lovefaithtacos at gmail.com. Or you can contact us through our Facebook page on uh, Love Faith Tacos as well. Maybe you've got a very particular verse you would like help with. Hey, if you send it to us, we'll take a look at it. We'll either respond to you directly or if we think it can help a lot of people, maybe it makes it out of the air. Either way, we're just super happy that we're here to help you and that you've tuned in to listen to us. Nikki will be back with me next week unless something crazy happens. I am sorry you had to just deal with my voice this week as we all know Nikki is the real reason everyone tunes into the podcast as rightly they should because she's pretty awesome all right folks we'll see you next week thanks for listening thank you for joining us on love faith tacos we hope this has been a blessing to you if it was we ask that you do three things number one please subscribe so that you never miss an episode number two please leave us a five-star rating and write a review if you can And number three, please tell a friend because hope is just too important not to share.